Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am very excited today because I get to talk to Diana Vitabar and Alina Azar, and I'm going to turn it over to them and let them introduce themselves. Oh, hi, my name's Alina. Um, so I'm the owner of Pineapple, one of the owners of Pineapple Soul. Um, before that, I run a marketing agency full-time as well, and I'm a marketing manager for a tech company. Um, as far as like hobbies or fun things to go, um, I love reading. I used to read a lot. I still do in my free time. Um, traveling when COVID was not a thing, <laughs> but um, now it's just really just focusing on, you know, pineapple soul and working on that right now. Hi, my name is Diana. I'm one of the owner of Pineapple Soul. Um, I'm a single mom of two boys. Um, so my, I had a really busy life. <laughs> um, for hobby, I love going to the gym. I just, when I don't have, have free time, nothing to do, I just get myself on the gym. Um, yeah. And traveling is another one too. Yeah. But like right now, it's a really hard thing to do. It's, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm a massive traveler. I love to travel. And when everything stopped, I was kind of so saddened. And now you see everybody starting to travel again and you're just like itching to go and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But I, I share the same sentiment. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's travel again. <laughs> but then of course, with all the Delta variant stuff right now, it's tricky. Yeah. Um, you both pineapple soul. I want to dig right into it. Such a unique concept, such a unique name. What is your business story? How did you come up with name for pineapple soul? Because quite honestly, that's one of the coolest business names that I've ever heard. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> what, what is, what is the story behind pineapple soul? Yeah. So I guess we can start off with the name part of it. Um, we both love pineapples. Um, pretty much like everything we own has pineapples on it. Um, when you think about pineapples, you kind of think about like the tropical beach thing and me being from California and Diana loving the coast as well. We kind of wanted to give that feeling to people in the triangle area. And then soul means sun in Spanish. So, you know, pineapple, soul, pineapples and sun kind of go together. So, you know, we thought, it'd be a fun name. Like, you know, when people think of like, when people say our name, we want them to imagine they're at the beach or they're somewhere fun and somewhere unique. Um, But before we even met last year, we both had a dream of, you know, opening a like cafe or a restaurant or some sorts that we could bring like people together over food and coffee and for them to have a good time and sit down together. So when we both kind of met last year through a mutual friend and put our heads together, pineapple, like the small dream we had kind of expanded to this like really big thing. Um, So our ultimate goal, you know, right now is we've been working on catering, doing our picnics and events and things, but we're hoping to open a storefront this year that serves breakfast and lunch and brunch on weekends and all of our fresh pastries that we do. So we want to kind of create that unique experience where people actually come, sit down, have a good time and enjoy themselves and imagine they're at the beach somewhere in like California, for example. Now, not only do you guys set all this up, but you do all the cleanup as well. 
it's such a uh, an interesting business concept that you guys have kind of put together. Do you have other people that work with the two of you? How does your business kind of run? Yeah. Um, so Diana handles like she's really good at the food and like the setup and all of that. And I'm more on like the other side of like talking to the customers, figuring out what they want and everything. And then we do have people in between who help us here and there. We had a few, two part-timers that worked, but they had to leave for college. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, we're all about working with women, working with, you know, um, people who might not like, you know, who have like busy schedules, you know, we're really accommodating because we both come from different lifestyles. Like Diana being a single mom, she can totally relate to people who need extra income or who need extra hours of work. So, but right now we're solely a two person team (laughs) overall, but, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of people who want to join, you know, when we open or who want to help. And honestly, a lot of people who support us by spreading the word and tagging us in posts, which with us just starting like almost like less than six months ago has been overwhelming the amount of support we've gotten. Very cool. And now Diana, with you being a part of like the food and everything like that, how, how do you, do you bake it yourself? Do you do a lot of the prepping? How does that kind of work? Yeah, I do a lot of the prep. Um, we have people who help us baking because I'm not a great baker. <laughs> I can do simple stuff, but that's about it. But all the savior stuff for the catering side, I do it myself. Okay. And like the way that I always tell people, the way that I do it is if I'm going to eat it myself. So if you, I don't think it's going to taste good to me, I would not give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I would suggest something different, but I mean, I think that's what it make it more like special because like, if I, I don't know, I feel like sometimes when you go to some restaurant, they don't care like what they put on the plate and stuff like that. And it just doesn't have the same taste or the same, I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes grandma would say, oh yeah, I made it with love kind of something like that you know I, I yeah. make it with love if I make it if it's for if I was the one yeah. who's gonna eat it awesome and now your line of products that you guys the services that you guys do you have charcuterie and treats you have these really cool picnics and um, high teas that you kind of set up how did you come up with this is what we're going to serve. This is what we're going to provide people with. Honestly, you know, kind of bringing our cultures together, you know, we're obviously immigrants. Our family is, you know, my family's from India, Diana's family's from Uruguay, you know, bringing that together. And the picnics in high tea kind of was just something we wanted to do for the summer and just introduce as a fun aspect of it. But for the food part, you know, we kind of wanted to bring that coastal vibe along with our cultural cultural thing and introduce different flavors and unique things to people here I feel like the triangle is overwhelming with different cultures and people and people willing to try new things so we really wanted to create a unique menu that people you couldn't find it here like it would remind you of something you were eating at like a rooftop brunch bar in LA yeah so kind of like incorporating that and research you know it took a lot of research on our end to figure out like you know what works and obviously it's trial and error, but thankfully everything we've got in our menu since the beginning has been such a hit, like all the way from our, we thought chocolate covered strawberries would be the last thing people would want, but it's been our like number one seller. 
and yeah. then like we introduced lotus blondies and people like went crazy for that so it's like you know it's just really fun yeah. seeing people do that and we do so much grazing boards now too and charcuterie boards as yeah. well and it, we're so thankful that people come and want to order that from us as well so um, we're hoping we can sprinkle in a little bit of these things when we open our store too but of course expand on that as well now you have this dream of opening this store but right now like is there a timeline you guys have for that so we've been scouting a lot. Like we've been looking into stores, looking into like what we can do, what we can find. Of course, with COVID and everything, loans are very hard to obtain for yeah. food. So we've been, you know, kind of hitting like road bumps along the way, but we're hoping, you know, if we might find one luck this year with the store. Um, but if we do, then we're hoping we can open at least by the end of the year for the holidays, Very cool. something just so even if it's on a smaller scale, we could open, you know, and start just kind of making our name and taking those catering. So we've already gotten a lot of inquiries for holidays already. And we were like, okay, you know what? We want to just like kind of take it slow and see how things go and not commit to anything immediately. But yeah. people are like, no, just put us on your calendar at least, which is so sweet. But, you know, we're hoping if we have that store, we can have more um you know more staff and more people to kind of work and and that'll be easier for us too now with doing your research on what you kind of like trying to open this up have you gone through and you're like okay this is kind of what we wanted to look like this is kind of our vision of how we're going to bring pineapple soul into the storefront yeah, that was the dream science. We start writing the business plan. We have the vision in there. And let me tell you sometime when we went to scout store sellers, if we, we got into people that sometime want to change our concept and we are not going to let that happen because we already, we think about it, we, we see it and we feel it. So it's just like, we have it already in our mind how we want things done. So yes we we have an idea of what we want and we're really sure nice i love the putting your foot down and being like no we're sticking to who yeah. we are we're not changing that concept um, yeah because i think that is so true like a lot of people go into businesses and they're like no we're people try to influence your business and then you get off and you're like this isn't our business at all this isn't who mm -hmm. we are um so I, I applaud you for staying true to that because I think that you lose the authenticity sometimes. So that was the number one uh, thing that we always had. We want to be part of the community, like yeah. some that special place that, you know, oh, if you're going to Raleigh, make sure you stop by Pineapple Soul. That, you know, like that special place, that's what we want to be. And if you change our concept, you're going to change who we are. So it's not. And it's yeah. not going to come out to life. So no, we're not going to change anything about it. Good. I, I, I'm super happy about to hear you guys mm -hmm. say that because I think that it, like the concept that you guys have is one that should never be changed because it's super, super creative. Um, and one you don't see a whole lot around. So I applaud you for that. And I'm really mm -hmm. happy that you guys aren't changing anything. So, like, what is the craziest kind of request you guys have ever gotten? Oh my God. I'm trying to think. There's been a lot, honestly. Um, I think people want, people want like this whole lot of things. And I think the biggest thing you run into is budget. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's when it gets really crazy. And I hate being that person who has to be like, sorry. And I think in the beginning, 
I was struggling with it being like, okay, you know what, we're going to do this because we want to build that customer rapport and do it. And looking back, you know, it obviously helped us, our business grow, but, and scale, but not in our bank accounts. <laughs> it more like it hurt us in that angle in yeah. a way. So, okay. um, but I think, yeah, I think people, yeah, people have come to us and have been like, you know, really want like super custom everything. Like they want all this food, they want every little thing and things we don't even have on our menu. And just, I think talking through with that, I feel like, you know, we do consultations and like one day, hopefully we can charge for them (laughs) with people. But right now, you know, we have these like hour, like I have these hour, two hour long like consultations with people on the phone. And then we go off of email and text each other about it. And it's just like, I think that's what really helps them is because we really do provide that unique experience. Like, you know, before we fiddled around whether we wanted this online ordering system where we don't have to interact with people as much, but then I realized like, you know, going, having that personal touch really helps people understand who you are and really like, you can also talk to them, talk to them about other options and things like that too. And I, I think it keeps that open to like, both like whenever you're doing that clients get to know both of you it's more personal it makes it like have that communication so that they want to come back so that they can come back and continue to have more picnics have more it high teas i think it that opens a lot more doors having that personal touch with the both of you. Yeah, I think it really helps. Like, I feel like so many people have my number now and they text me and I'm sometimes like, wait, who is this? And then I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. This is one of our customers who, you know, so I think it's like super nice. And then I see people like, you know, tagging my Facebook name now on like Facebook groups and everything. I'm like, wow, this is like the fact that people know who we are now. is like very like, you know, it feels so good. And I know like one day we'll get to meet more people in person and everything and I think we are also offering delivery within the triangle I think helped a lot of people you know kind of like order stuff for other people as well and kind of um, help them with that as well and which really you know helped us too because then we get to like you know meet new people as well along the way and be able to like create these special gifts that people are ordering for others too. Now, do y'all consider yourself to, to be a small business still, or because of this, like you wanting to open your restaurant, is that just kind of, is there any separation there right now? You know, I kind of hate the term small business. If I'm being honest, I feel like everyone uses it and it's used so loosely. It's like, when do you lose? I feel like, um, nowadays people take advantage of saying, you know, we're a small business. Well, we try to frame ourselves as, you know, we're females, we're minorities, you know, we, we have a unique story that we want to share and we want to be here and collab with other people in the community as well. And I think finding our brand voice like that has been, you know, it's been unique and just kind of framing it as well. Um, Obviously when we open that storefront, you know, we want as many people as to support us and everything we fiddle, we thought about, you know, doing a Kickstarter or GoFundMe to kind of help us fund it. But then the other half of me, I like keep telling Diana is like, you know, I hate asking people for money. Like I want people to support us if they want to, you know, would that be awesome? You know, we can set up like a separate thing, but I hate, you know, I want us to do it. Like we've gotten so far with all the no's we've gotten, we've gotten so far. Like, I feel like to get to the finish line, we're going to get there. And obviously we wouldn't be here without the support of all these people and 
believing in our concept, but I think we just want to be named as those two girls who, you know, had this crazy dream and everyone said no, and then we made it happen. <laughs> so yeah, the no's are what it, are what kind of fuel you. They kind of, they keep, they give you that purpose to keep going. Like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And yeah. that's what I love. I love, I don't love when people tell me no, but I, I love when people are like, no, you can't do this. I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And yeah. I'm not going to rub your face in it, but I'm going to make sure that you know that you are proven wrong. A lot of no's. And I go to Alina all the time. You need to use that as a fuel. Yeah. Like they tell you no. Okay. Just yeah. give me a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my drink. Watch this. And I'm going to do it. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I like I've loved um, over my career, I've loved when people t- tell me that I can't or something like I work in social media. So I have some some 40 year old men sometime who tell me they're like, what do you do you like and I'm like, let me pull it up and let me show you what I do all day because I, mm-hmm. I do all this. So it, it's 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 trick. It's tricky, but I, I, it fuels you. Like I said, to just keep, keep going. It's like, I tell my son all the time. We have this conversation last night when somebody come to you and try to give you advice or something that you are trying so hard to do it, yeah. be respect, respect that person, yeah. listen to it. And then if you can learn something from it, just take it all the way. Just walk away. Don't yeah. even bother argue with that person because like you know who you are and you know how much you can give so just walk away (laughs) but you know it's always you have to listen because sometimes you can learn something from it absolutely absolutely um but there's a lot of people out there yeah (laughs) there are people out there that try it and it it's the craziest thing and sometimes I, I find it so hard to believe, like people just want to tear people down so badly sometimes. And sometimes you just have to completely ignore it. And Our first no, it was, you can do this over the pandemic. Yeah. And Alina can tell you like how many people told us that we were crazy to start doing this over the pandemic. And it was like five, six months that we started this and it was just being crazy. It's been crazy and I'm really grateful for it. And I'm glad that we didn't listen to those people. Absolutely. <laughs> because a lot of people say, just hold on to it, save a little bit more money, wait, wait. And I'm like, what, what are we going to wait for? We exactly. already have everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that because I say to people all the time, I'm like, you're going to keep waiting until you talk yourself out of it. And then you're just yeah. not going to end up doing it. And then you could have missed on something as beautiful as this is as beautiful as pineapple soul is and it could have never have happened and now you guys are doing so many incredible things and looking into opening your own spot like i mean it could you could have easily said no we're just not going to do this but and listen to everybody but it's powerful to just as much as you hate the sentence shut out all the haters and just go <laughs> as much as, you, as I hate saying that sentence and just completely follow your dreams and your passions and saying I can do this I know I can so mm-hmm. I think we're kind of I mean I feel like I'm a little bit nervous when people see you know when one day when we announce that we're opening a store everyone's going to be like oh where did they get money from oh who did this oh who did that you know and then 
trying to navigate that as like, you know, since we're just a two person operation, you know, we can't talk to anybody, you know, I can't go talk to my husband and complain about what I feel, you know, it's just me and Diana 24 seven, you know, who can only relate to each other about like what we're going through and all the emotions and all the back end work, you know, like Diana works a job. I work a full-time job. You know, we have like all these things that we do to make sure that this dream happens and we're still providing, you know, the best support and everything. And I think one thing, I mean, you being in social media can relate. It's like how much of our face do we put on and talk about what we're doing on the back end? And I, we see other people doing it and we're like, should we do that? Should we like be more open about, you know, like what we're going through or like what we're doing. But then we, we go to back to that point where we're like, no, we're not those type of people who want to like talk about our struggle. Maybe one day we want to inspire people about like, how we got here, but not like, I guess, talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, I, you know, I've been, I've been on YouTube for almost four years now, but there's a, like, and I've shared a lot about my life and I continue to share a lot about my life, but there are some things that, you know, happen that I'm just like, there's a line for me. And it's, and it's to your point, it's like, what do you share? Do you go outside of your brand? Do you stick with your brand? Do you kind of test some things out? But there are like, there is a line in the sand sometimes for me where I'm like, I just don't feel that comfortability. Um, So it is a, it is a tricky balance to kind of hold. The last question I have for both of you, I ask everybody this is just what inspires each of you? Um, I think what inspires me most is seeing like, you know, my like grandpa who came here in the 1980s, who struggled really hard, you know, having his master's and everything and working as a professor in India versus coming here and like working at Sam's Club because yeah. You couldn't get a job being an immigrant and he put his like youngest son through college here. And then he called his entire family and then worked. Um, he was like 65 almost when he came here and he worked till, you know, well into his like late seventies. And then he passed away last year at 91, but seeing his struggle and then seeing my dad's struggle of like, you know, coming here, find, trying to find a job, trying to work through things. I think seeing that kind of motivates me to be, you know, do more and, you know, be that like, you know, live their dream of like, you know, I mean, I like to say the immigrant dream, you know, like buying your first home, like, you know, being that, getting that goals for them. And of course, you know, I have younger siblings as well. And I really want to show them like, you know, if you work really hard, you are going to get what you want. And I want it to be easier on them as well, versus like the struggle I went through of like working, you know, multiple jobs, providing for yourself, paying for college tuition, taking out loans. And, you know, of course, even in the workforce, being in your mid twenties, you struggle a lot in the corporate world. Like it's not easy to get where you are. So that really motivates me and drives me to fulfill their dream. And like, know that they didn't just come here for nothing. So I hope, you know, I can make them proud one day when we open the store and like, of course, inspire people along the way. And I think that's why I connect with Diana so much because, you know, we both had the same childhood, both, you know, having that struggle and everything. And you see people out here who are struggling every day, you know, and we, of course we came out of it, but uh, it, you know, we all went through those dark holes, you know, in our life. And at the end of the day, you only have yourself and I think that 
like seeing what really just gets me is seeing people, other people struggle and knowing that, you know what, we, I have to motivate myself because I need to help these people who aren't helping themselves or who can help themselves, honestly, because they don't know what to do. And so, yeah, sorry. That was like a (laughs) emotions for me is my kids. Um, the education that I provide for my kids. And when I say education, it's not only send them to school, send them to college. It's the education that I can provide them on the regular basics day. So if I set a goal, I always share them the goal that I have. And for me to get to that point, I, I teach them, you know, science, we started this business. It was a lot of up and down and they see it. And, uh, show them that you don't give up you just keep pushing and same thing with Alina I always want to help people because like our childhood was really dark yeah so and like I always tell Alina before I can help someone I have to help myself so I have to be the person that I'm trying to build to help someone else I can't do it right now so that's my goal and that's what it drives me my kids is mostly like the education that I provide with my kids so sometimes I have my doubts about this business because you know you're going through downs moment and I tell Alina all the time I have doubts and then I'm I look on the side and I see my kids and I'm like I have to brush the off my brain because that can happen because all the way what they're going to get oh you just give up I can't do that so yeah my kids are one of my biggest thing they're watching they watch every little thing (laughs) that I do so I have to make sure that I do it right yeah absolutely absolutely ladies thank you both so much for being here and talking with me today I appreciate it so much I'm going to have Diana and uh, Alina's socials linked down below and Pineapple Soul so you guys can go and check out Pineapple Soul and follow along on their journey. And I cannot wait until you guys open your your restaurant, your storefront. I am so excited. I will be there because I cannot wait to see this come to life. Um, yes. Yes, Thank absolutely. Um, but I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the Conversation Series podcast. We love having conversations here. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DLClarity on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the Conversation Series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.